0: It's the Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Here's Rob Carney.
1: The Thursday, December 9th edition of the Heartland at Noon. Brought to you by Purpose Financial and Heritage Insurance. Working together to serve you better. Today, the Provincial Emergency Operations Center addressing Saskatchewan media, again today, will share some of what they had to say, including the fact our Health Minister, Paul Merriman, Telling us about addressing the surgery situation. If you haven't been waiting for surgery, you probably know somebody who has. Stay tuned for that story. City Council has some work to do now that they've uh, seen the proposed operating budget. It's on the table. Deliberations underway. Sean Slatt reports. Twinkle Tours from Tourism Moose Jump. They're still taking addresses and making an effort to map out a Twinkle Tour for... You and yours this holiday season. Jackie LaRue Mason will tell us more. Warriors hockey. Our guys scored a key 2-1 victory over the Brandon Wheat Kings last night. Thanks to rookie goalie Jackson Unger. We'll hear from him today. And Warriors star Damon Hunt in action last night. And now he's in Calgary to compete with 34 other top-notch Canadian juniors at the Hockey Canada National Junior Team Selection Camp in anticipation, of course, of the World Junior Hockey Championships this holiday season. Voice of the Warriors, James Gallo, will
0: share his visit
1: with Damon Hunt on the Heartland at noon today.
0: You're listening to 800-CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moostraw News for the Moostraw Warriors. The 16-game season ticket package makes the perfect gift. Buy before December 24th to get the New Year's Eve game bonus. Available at the Warriors office and sasktix.ca.
2: Good afternoon, I'm Haley Shirky. The Golden Ticket Sports Centre, formerly known as the Hillcrest Sports Centre, is booming with activity, according to an update to City Council on Monday. One concern for the city is the fact that the boiler is in poor condition and could fail at any time. Director of Parks and Recreation Derek Blay said they are using savings from other capital projects to replace the boiler.
3: We don't want to be in a situation where it fails throughout the winter and we have to implement a bunch of temporary measures at additional cost. So we're able to, to get that
2: project underway Golden Ticket Sports entered into a five-year lease agreement with the city in June to use the facility. There is a walk-in vaccine clinic today at the Old Ross School on 350 Oak Street. The clinic will be open until 5 p.m. and will offer Moderna, Pfizer, and the pediatric Pfizer vaccine. You can also head down and get your flu shot. The next vaccine clinic will be tomorrow at the Family Wellness Center. Free COVID-19 antigen rapid tests... Are now available at the Kinsman Sportsplex. These can be picked up at the front desk during operational hours. A maximum of two kits will be allotted per household. These tests cannot be used as proof of negative COVID-19 test. Already starting to plan your New Year's Eve? Make sure you include a safe ride home. After taking a break last year due to the pandemic, Wing In the New Year is back. In partnership with SGI, Moostra Transit will provide free bus service on New Year's Eve. Don Morgan, minister responsible for SGI, on who this service is available for.
4: Anybody that wants to use it, uh, the idea is to give people a safe option to get home without drinking and driving. So book it, use it, do whatever, but we urge people to make a plan so they're not driving while impaired.
2: For transit times and pickup spots visit the city's website. Residents could see a tax hike of at least 3.25 percent according to the proposed budget presented to city council on Wednesday night. The proposed budget includes a status quo spending budget, yet there is a 2.78 percent increase. Director of Financial Services Brian Acker explains how this is possible.
3: And the bottom line with the budget, uh, whether it be revenues or expenditures, is it does cost more each year to provide the same programs and services. So even though it's a status quo budget, costs do increase.
2: For more on the budget, visit discovermoosejaw.com. The Saskatchewan Health Authority held its first board meeting yesterday since the departure of Scott Livingstone from the CEO position. Vice President of Infrastructure, Information and Support for the SHA, Andrew Will, is taking on the role on an interim basis. Will says he knows he has big shoes to fill.
5: He has provided me significant mentorship over the years and I have valued his leadership.
6: I was pleased with the recognition he has received from the board and many others for his leadership
5: during very challenging times.
2: Emergency Operations Centre Commander Derek Miller will become the Interim Vice President of Infrastructure, Information, and Support. The provincial government reported 48 confirmed new cases of COVID-19, two deaths, and 50 recoveries yesterday. Of the new cases, two are in the South Central, eight are in Regina, and 12 are in Saskatoon. 609 cases are considered active. 124 people are hospitalized, and 31 are receiving ICU care. One person is receiving ICU care out of province and has not been counted in yesterday's numbers. No injuries were reported after a semi hauling hay struck a school bus with kids on board last week. The accident occurred on December 2nd at 8.15 a.m. south of Flintoft. Assiniboia RCMP say the truck left the scene, but the driver called the detachment shortly afterwards. The driver of the semi has been charged with driving without due care and attention. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is down 162 points. The Dow Jones is down 36 points. The NASDAQ is down 113 points. And the Canadian dollar is down at 78.72 cents U.S. And do you have a story to
7: share? click submit news on discovermoosejaw.com. COVID-19 cases continue to climb in the middle of the country. Ontario is reporting 1,290 new COVID-19 infections and nine more deaths. Health Minister Christine Elliott says people who are not vaccinated make up 590 of those new cases. A trip to the grocery store is about to get a lot more expensive. Canada's food price report predicts grocery store prices will rise 7% next year, driving up the cost of feeding the average family of four to more than $14,700 for the full year. In Ottawa this morning, Conservative leader Erin O'Toole told reporters that Canadians are worried about rising prices and that he will keep pushing the issue in parliaments. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is one of dozens of world leaders attending U.S. President Joe Biden's virtual summit for democracy. Biden opened the two-day meeting saying that it's up to democracies to prove that government of, by, and for the people is the best way to solve problems. The American president acknowledged that democracy is hard work, but called it the best way to unleash human potential. And an independent group of British lawyers, academics and business people has concluded China's alleged rights abuses against the Uyghur people constitute a genocide and crimes against humanity. The Uyghur tribunal doesn't have any government backing or powers to sanction or punish China, but organizers hope their evidence will compel international action to tackle alleged abuses against the largely Muslim ethnic group. A Chinese foreign ministry spokesman says, quote, the so-called forced labor and genocide in Xinjiang are entirely vicious rumors. I'm Pam Fedick.
0: Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports.
1: The Moose Jaw Warriors beat Brandon 2-1 at Mosaic Place last night. Rookie goalie Jackson Unger the difference. He stopped 35 of the 36 shots that came his way. He said it was all about staying focused after giving up that one goal in the first period.
8: Yeah, I think as a goalie I mean mental game is uh is is more important honestly and uh even being younger it's even more important and I thought I stay composed and steady headed throughout this game and it just worked out.
1: Matthew Gallant and Braden Yeager scored the goals for Moose Jaw. The Warriors back in third place in the Western Hockey League's East Division and just one point behind second-place Saskatoon in the standings. Moose Jaw will play in Swift Current tomorrow night and host the Broncos on Saturday night. Regina Pats, 4-2 winners over Medicine Hat last evening. Connor Bedard scored two and set up another. Bedard and Warriors star Damon Hunt are now off to Calgary for Canada's World Junior Selection Camp. They're among 15 Western Hockey League skaters invited. A full slate of games in the NHL tonight including the Edmonton Oilers hosting Boston. The Oilers have lost 3 in a row. In other action involving Canada's Western Conference teams, the Pacific Division leading Calgary Flames are at home against Carolina and the Winnipeg Jets are in Seattle. Oklahoma City Thunder beat the Raptors 110-109 in the NBA last night and then this morning the Raptors canceled practice due to health and safety protocols. The team announcing the decision was made quote out of an abundant of caution and further updates will be provided when necessary and week 14 of the nfl season kicks off tonight with a matchup between the pittsburgh steelers and minnesota vikings
0: now your discover moose Jaw weather
1: sunny this afternoon wind out of the south 30 gusting to 50 high minus one tonight clear low minus 11. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high minus 4. Saturday, sunny, plus 3. Sunday, sunny, plus 1. Monday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 0. Yesterday's high in Moose Jaw was plus 3. Normal high at this time of year, minus 5. Normal low, minus 16. The record high, 9 degrees, set in 1974, and the record low, minus 40, back in 1977. Sun came up at 8.51, and the sun goes down at 4.59. This hour, Moose Jaw, minus 4. Regina, minus 7. Assiniboia Gravelberg, minus 7. Rockland-Coronec, minus 6. Swift Current, minus 7. Elbow, minus 5. Davidson Watchers, minus 7. Once again, Assiniboia, minus 7. Regina, minus 7. And with the wind, southwest at 31. And the relative humidity at 72%. It's minus 4 in Moose Jaw. <phone rings> Highway conditions have improved over the past 24 hours. And they're still plugging away on Main Street here in Moose Giant. It's closed from Town & Country Dive to McDonald Street. Road Report and the Paul Martin Commentary coming up on the Heartland Noon. Diamonds,
0: diamonds, diamonds! Gina Jewelry has a great selection of jewelry for everyone and every occasion, including custom-made pieces. Plus, they can fix and maintain your jewelry. They will even buy your old
9: gold. Gina Jewelry International, 240 High Street West. A huge thank you goes out to everyone who took part in the Festival of Trees homegrown Christmas. Your generosity will help save and enhance lives in the community. Funds will go to new state-of-the-art training equipment, home care, and mental health support for health care staff impacted by COVID. Because of your generosity, lives will be made better. Again, thank you to those of you who took part in the 30th Annual Festival of Trees.
1: This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. The Road Report brought to you by My Addiction's Clothing Boutique, Town & Country Mall. Full store of winter fashions for sizes small to 2XL at My Addiction's Clothing Boutique, Town & Country Mall. Just a reminder, Main Street still closed. Construction underway between Town & Country Drive and McDonald Street. So that makes things a little tough to get around. Detours are in place, and it does take you some extra time to get around that construction, so don't be in a hurry. 4th Avenue Northeast, another water main break in that neighborhood. City of Moose Jaw letting us know this morning. A trip right between Athabasca and Dominica Street East. Duffield Street West, a sewer and water relay going on there between 4th uh, Southwest and Tapley Street. And remember, the Waccamaw Valley Winter Wonderland of Lights is on this holiday season. After the sun goes down, 10 bucks a car load, all proceeds to our beautiful Wakamow Valley. Now, today's Paul Martin commentary.
5: Every sign is pointing to a surging residential real estate market in this province. November turned out to be a bumper month for realtors. Sales are up, inventories down, and prices are rising as a result. And it's the same story across the entire province. More than 1,300 transactions last month set a new record for November about 50 percent ahead of the long-term average. The strong month means this will probably be a record-setting year. According to the monthly report from the Provincial Realtors Association, prices did not move up dramatically, 6 percent higher than the previous month and 8 percent ahead of last year. But new listing numbers did not maintain the trend line when compared to sales, so a tightening supply probably means higher prices down the road. And with all the talk of rising inflation and higher interest rates coming in the new year, buyers are trying to get ahead of the curve with this activity, according to CEO Chris Garrett. with sales growth in every city showing double-digit gains over last year and inventories posting double-digit reductions. I'm Paul Martin.
1: Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining trade boring for bowling at south hill bowling center party on with rock and Glow bowling all weekend book your christmas parties now before the prime spots are filled fully licensed with automatic scoring for reservations
6: call 693-0955 john's music give the gift of music this christmas
10: all types of instruments lessons even sound equipment for holiday gatherings christmas sounds great at john's music in downtown Moose Jaw. 37 main street north fa la la
1: love john's music Larry from the park, keeping it hot in December with smoking deals on busy 12-pack coolers and 24-pack cans of Michelob Ultra, both 10 bucks off. Now that's hot. Even hotter are 24 packs of Coors Light at 12 bucks off, and we're just getting warmed up. The park in December, it's really cooking in here.
8: This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB.
1: Vaccination clinics today and tomorrow. Well, right across the province, there are a number of vaccination clinics on the go. Remember, Assiniboia uh, today till 345 and uh, 10 till 345 tomorrow. Moose Jaw today and tomorrow at the Old Ross School, 10 till 5 both days. Pfizer for 12 plus. Moderna, Pfizer for ages 5 to 11. And influenza vaccines all available. And you can get your COVID shot and the influenza vaccine at the same time. So they'll do that for you. And remember, the booster shot program has now expanded to uh, those 50 and over. So if you're looking for your third shot, there you go. The government of Saskatchewan reporting 48 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday. Two more people have died. 50 recoveries. The new cases include two more in the local south-central zone, but we've had some recoveries, so we're now down to 29 active cases locally, 609 cases considered active across the province. We have 124 people in hospitals, including 31 receiving care in intensive care units. Now, the provincial emergency operations center inviting us to a media conference this morning, where chief medical health officer Dr. Saqib Shahab spoke to the fact that the Omicron variant of COVID nineteen has arrived.
11: You know, when we talk about you know um, uh, uh, you know in this case four persons from one household, we really can't give that detailed information. We have to remember that in many cases the initial detections are in um, uh, people who have come back recently from the 10 implicated countries and we really have to be very careful you know these were people who were doing nothing wrong they were coming back in some cases they were uh, traveling to visit uh, family after two years um, uh, for for essential uh, travel in some cases are, these are individuals who, who are new to Canada coming to work throughout Saskatchewan um, in and like as the minister said, uh, you know, hard to recruit positions, not just in healthcare but other things. And so, you know, coming to a new country, you need lots of support. And then on top of that, you know, uh, right now we, uh, you know, we are uh, working with um, you know our partners in public health and Saskatchewan Public Safety Agency and Canadian Border Services with. Um, initially 42 and then 112 additional travelers from those 10 countries who, when they started uh, coming to Canada, they didn't know that all the rules were changing and that on arrival they would be asked to quarantine for 14 days, um, get tested. So, you know, I think we need to recognize, and we've had great great cooperation for, for people who have just traveled, changed continents, started the new lives, who are now placed with these additional burdens. And so I think we just need to respect that. But having said that, I think if you look at, um, you know, throughout Canada, we have had our first four cases, but throughout Canada, almost every province has reported a case or more, uh, about 60 cases reported throughout, you know, all age groups, um, both vaccinated uh, with Canadian vaccines or vaccinated overseas, some unvaccinated, some too young to be vaccinated, you know, nationally. And so far, uh, out of the 60 odd cases, all have been mild and there have been no hospitalizations. I think that's very reassuring. But we have to remember that we are looking very closely right now to the UK, who have uh, you know 400-plus cases and and rapidly increasing cases, along with community transmission in the UK. So because the UK has similar vaccine um, uptake compared to us in Canada and Saskatchewan, and surveillance systems similar to us, we'll be looking very closely to see in the UK how Omicron behaves in terms of is it more transmissible, is it more, um, uh, you know, severe? Uh, how well do the vaccines protect? Not just uh, two doses, but the booster doses. And and then I just want to recognize uh, countries in Africa that are now on the uh, flag flag for you know uh, uh, quarantine and testing. That South African other countries really the fact that they notified um, uh, uh, the World Health Organization so quickly is, is 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 how all countries need to quickly identify variants in a transparent manner. So we have to recognize that as well. This is great hardship on those countries and people traveling from those countries, and we just need to support them during this time. Thank you.
1: Another concern from any across Saskatchewan, surgical wait times. Uh, You might even know someone who's been waiting patiently or impatiently for surgery over the past several months. Health Minister Paul Merriman speaking to that today.
4: First, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank all the hardworking health care workers in our province. Thank you very much for keeping us safe over the duration of the pandemic. It has been an extremely challenging year, but I know that we have the best people on the front line and that anyone needs care can receive the best possible care. Today we're announcing a number number of aggressive targets and actions to restore normal surgical volumes and reduce the backlog of patients waiting for surgeries. In order to achieve these targets, target surgical volumes compared to pre-pandemic levels, 7,000 additional surgeries in 22-23, 6,000 additional surgeries in 2023-24, and 5,000 additional surgeries in 24-25. There will be an emphasis on surgical procedures with higher numbers of long waiting patients to help serve those who have better need that have been there waiting the longest. New measures will also help introduce Uh, an increased capacity in the SHA hospitals and publicly funded private surgery clinics. Our operating rooms will be optimized and we will make greater use of our regional surgical centers. And we're going to build an existing contracts with private surgical providers to increase the number and types of surgeries they can perform. This will give additional capacity to the SHA to perform more complex procedures. We are also announcing expansion of our overall ICU capacity to include both short and long-term actions. Permanent ICU beds will be expanded from 79 to 90 by June of 2022 as the first steps to achieving 110 ICU beds in our province. This change will help our province better prepare for surges in ICU demand and ensure access to services. The SHA will also be adding an additional high, 10 high acute beds in Regina to ease pressure on our ICUs and assist with patients transitioning between the levels of care, with a plan to open these beds in the spring of 22. In order to address some of the challenges of patients receiving long-term ventilation and to reduce the pressures on our healthcare acute settings in the SHA, with the Ministry of Health, we are working on developing a program to care for long-term ventilated patients outside the critical care settings. To accomplish these new targets, the SHA will recruit additional nurses and other members of the care team to ensure adequate human resources. Our government will be working with partners across the sector to advance strategies and increase the number of health care workers in our province. One way we are doing this is by increasing specialized critical care training seats at Saskatchewan Polytech in 2021-22 to 144. Again, I'd like to thank all the frontline health care workers across the province, the, the staff, management, the board of the SHA, also the Ministry of Health, for everything that you're providing for the people of Saskatchewan during this pandemic. Thank
1: you. That's our health minister, Paul Merriman. One more COVID-19 related story. The city of Moose Jaw is making COVID-19 rapid test kits available to us. They've received a shipment of rapid test kits from the provincial government and ready to distribute uh, to Moose Jaw residents free of charge. Um, You can pick them up at the um, Kinsman Sportsplex. As a matter of fact, the rapid test kits can be picked up at the Kinsman Sportsplex front desk during regular operation hours. There's a maximum of two kits per household. Uh, Saskatchewan Health Authority says at-home self-tests are only to be used as a screening tool and cannot be accepted as proof of negative COVID-19 test. So there you go, rapid test kits available here in Moose Jaw at the Kinsman Sportsplex. We'll take a time out and be back to talk uh, operating budget. City Council getting together last night to uh, hear submissions from all the departments, at, well, just about all the departments, I think, at City Hall. We've got that story coming up
10: rotate your canola's traits. Not your seed company? CS 4000 LL from Cantera Seeds is a high-yielding Liberty Link canola hybrid featuring club root and black leg resistance with excellent straight cut performance. CS 4000 LL joins Cantera Seeds' full lineup of herbicide-tolerant and disease-resistant canola hybrids to give you the options you want with the performance you need. One seed company for your full rotation. Visit Cantera.com to order CS 4000 LL from your preferred retailer today. Alice Cooper, the godfather of shock rock, is back. Alice Cooper, live in concert. With special guest, Buck Cherry. Mosaic Place, Sunday, April 10th. Get tickets this Friday at 10 a.m. at mosaicplace.ca or SaskTicks.ca. The concert event of the year with legendary
5: rocker Alice Cooper. Check more at alicecooper.com. You're listening to 800 CHAB along with us at LBBD Auto Body. Hi, I'm Terry, and we are proud to say that we now have the highest level of accreditation for safe and quality collision repair in town. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial,
1: where we've been bringing clarity, understanding and success to our clients' personal financial plans
12: for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: Years ago, it wasn't well into the the new year before any municipal governments did any uh, budgeting. Ah, uh, But now the early bird gets the worm, and uh, the faster they can get things together, uh, the, the better things go, uh, apparently. Uh, so uh, city councilors, town councilors, municipalities across the province are sitting down these days and hammering out budgets. Presentations and deliberations taking place last night at Moose Jaw City Hall. Discover Moose Jaw. Sean Slatt reports. City administration presented the
6: 2022 proposed budget to city council on Wednesday night. The budget includes a three. percent .25% tax increase for operation expenses, which will have an effect of $48.36 per year or $4.03 per month impact on the average single family property owner. The average homeowner will pay about $1,600 annually in land taxes or $133.16 per month with the proposed budget. The city is looking at $52.9 million in gross revenue in 2022, a 0.85% from 2021. Director of Financial Services Brian Acker explains more.
3: So just some other revenue items of note. Um, Our licenses and permit revenue is up about $315,000. That's due to our expectation that our building permit revenues are going to increase. Again, that touches a little bit on the, uh, <coughs> the uh, economic development that we're seeing in our community, so that's a positive for the budget. Uh, fines and penalties are up about $434,000. That's due to increased automated speed enforcement revenues. We are seeing more revenue from our automated speed enforcement than had initially been foreseen. With the changes where the provincial government has taken a significant share of that, um, we're still seeing uh, a fairly significant share uh, remaining with the city parks and recreation revenues in the budget are up four point six four percent and that's basically getting back to two thousand nineteen levels which is a positive and and we're hopeful that will occur in the budget federal grants and subsidies as the city manager mentioned are down almost two point two million dollars and really the bulk of that is the federal restart funding that was one-time funding we used that last year to balance our budget and unfortunately this year it's not there so we have to Somehow make up that revenue, reduce expenditures, or a combination of those. In terms of our provincial grants and subsidies, they're up about $514,000. The bulk of that increase relates to a proposal to Council that we allocate an additional $500,000 a year from our solid waste utility to the operating budget. Um, That's really to cover expenses incurred by the operating budget in relation to the solid waste utility, whether that be lane maintenance, uh, roadways, snow removal, those sorts of things. Right now, the operating budget bears all of those costs. And then other contributions. Uh, Again, that is up an additional $500,000 and what we 're recommending to council as part of the budget process is that you approve an additional contribution um, from invested equipment reserve funds of five hundred thousand um, dollars we 've had a, a very successful year in terms of our invested monies, and there is that money available to help subsidize the overall equipment rates for this year. so we would recommend that council do that in terms of provincial revenue sharing, just just a chart that shows you sort of the the oscillations that uh, we've been through, certainly the best year was 2016 where we received a little over $7 million. Uh, unfortunately, we are seeing a bit of a decline right now. In 2022, we're expecting uh, to be down about $275,000. That uh, revenue we receive is tied to the provincial sales tax. So again, one of those factors I touched on before is the provincial economy. You know, As provincial economy goes up or down, PST goes up or down, so does our revenue sharing. It's directly tied to that. So overall, our revenues are up 0.85%, or about $444,000. In a normal year, we would expect revenues to increase probably about 3%. So you can see the challenge that we've been faced with this budget. uh, Very minimal revenue growth.
6: Expenditures were presented as a status quo budget at $53.9 million. It is an increase of 2.78%, it is an increase of 2.78 percent. Acker explains why.
3: Any changes to the budget we are asking council's approval um, before those become set in the budget and uh, that's been our practice for the last number of years. New requests as I mentioned are a decision of council and the bottom line with the budget uh, whether it be revenues or expenditures is it does cost more each year to provide the same programs and services. So even though it's a status quo budget costs do increase some of our budget pressures for 2022 um, as always negotiated collective agreement increases or the provisions for those Uh, inflationary increases on some of our non-salary portion of the budget natural gas costs uh, unfortunately increased this november 14.4 percent and electrical costs are projected to go up 3.5 percent in 2022 uh, Mosaic Place, um, as you will see in, in one of the budget items, is asking for a, a slightly increased subsidy. So that, again, puts pressure on our budget and the police service as well. Just in terms of salaries and benefits, um, this is a chart that we've presented for the last number of years, but it shows you that about 58% of our expenditures are salary. So salary pressure, salary increases for cost of uh, Of living increases certainly put pressure on our budget overall also part of our operating budget is the transit system Um, the operating budget provides an overall subsidy to the transit system so uh, this is just an overview and it's it's uh, just shows you those both of those areas you can see from 2021 to 2022 uh, there's really not a lot of increase in overall expenditures for either the regular transit or the paratransit but one thing that's important to note is if we look back to 2019, our subsidy for both of those services was about $1.23 million or 65% of the cost. Now in 2022, it's about $1.457 million, or 70% of the cost. So transit certainly uh, is a heavily subsidized service of the City of Moosjoe.
6: Waterworks is proposing a 3% increase and a 3% increase in sanitary sewer which is equal to $3.76 per month or $45.12 per year for the average utility user. An increase in the infrastructure levy is being proposed from $65 to $100. The levy equals an increase of $35 per year for the average landowner or $2.92 per month. The infrastructure levy will go towards the cast iron replacement program. The entire budget can be viewed on the city's website. For Discover Moose Jaw News, I'm Sean Slott.
1: All right, thanks very much, Sean. There's more on that story on Discover Moose Jaw. We'll continue to follow the budget process in the coming days at Moose Jaw City Hall. We'll take a time out and tell you all about the Twinkle Tours. Tourism Moose Jaw, once again, putting together maps to help you uh, get around this holiday season for your Twinkle Tour. We'll uh, talk to Jackie LaRue Mason from Tourism Moose Jaw next on the Heartland at Noon. It's magic and and memories, wonders and wishes,
11: and And when it touches your
9: heart, it feels like Christmas. It feels
13: like Christmas.
9: Hi, it's Crystal from Prairie Bee Meadery I love the holiday season,
14: gathering with friends and family, enjoying a warm drink by the fire while basking in the twinkling lights of the tree. From our family to yours. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
10: As you deck the halls and embark upon jingle bell filled sleigh rides, Talon, Amanda and Courtney at Regent Law wish you a holly, lolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year for laughter, joy and holiday cheer.
13: Isn't it a wonderful thing in the chill of winter and the Christmas season to go downtown or uptown and feed your eyes those treats seen at no other time of the year? It's a feast really with the explosion of color green and red and white predominantly seen. The department store windows in most part explore the world of fantasy with moving lifelike and life-sized figures portraying one scene or another of Christmas and its wonderful wonder. Gaily wrapped boxes, miles and miles of bright ribbon, silver and gold bells and tinsel weeping like crystal tears from heaven into the awfilled eyes of children candy canes drip wherever you look and eggnog makes its yearly appearance how our eyes survive such wonder is a miracle to me the sights are rich and delicious and forbid no one from absorbing as much as they please what a truly wonderful time of the year is christmas
0: i'm Gip forster have a merry christmas If alcohol came with a warning label like cigarettes, it would include increased risk of several types of cancer, learning and memory problems, mental health issues, social complications, diabetes, cirrhosis, pancreatitis, low birth weight, and fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. Make sure your drinking decision is an educated one. Where, when, and how much you drink is your responsibility. Please drink responsibly, and don't ever
8: drink and drive.
2: This message has been brought to you by 800-CHAB.
8: This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: Planning a twinkle tour this holiday season? Oh, man, there's some great lights, some great displays up. That uh, There's a family right across the street from Lindale School. Uh, I think they won the uh, Best Best christmas decorations for lyndale school last year well they're right across the street and they've got i don't know 15 inflatables up in the front yard it's just awesome and there's there's some great uh great light displays all around town and if you've got lights on if you've got a nice uh, holiday decoration spot at your place uh the tourism moose Jaw people would love to hear from you because they put together a map of Twinkle Tours every year, and I think they've got one map out now, and they've got more to come. Our Tegan Whitco has more.
11: Jackie
9: LaRue-Mason is the executive director of tourism Moose Jaw, and she's joining us on the phone for the return of a fan favorite. Jackie, you're bringing back the Twinkle Tours, right? Oh, it is the most
15: wonderful time of the year, isn't it, Tegan?
9: <laughs> Absolutely. What's the plan for this year?
15: Well, as usual, as we've done for the last few years, uh, we've put a note out asking people for their addresses so that we can get Lusha's best Christmas decorations out on uh, one file so that people can access them. Uh, Everly works really hard on compiling it all together so that uh, we can, when we get enough addresses, break it down by area of city so that people can, you know, take it off one, one quarter of the city at a time or take a couple hours and see them all. And last year, I'll tell you, we had such a tremendous response. We're really excited to see the final result this year.
9: You just released your initial map, just the first version of this map, and there's already a couple dozen on this list. So how many do you anticipate will be on this once it's all said and done?
15: You know, I think the most we've ever had was getting really close to 60. So I think we'll have quite a few addresses by the time we're done. Uh, We put this initial list out for two reasons, because some people like to get out there right away, but also it does encourage people to to, uh, send us information once they've seen it.
9: Absolutely. So what is the easiest way to get their address submitted to be included on the map?
15: Well, there's so many ways, really. Like, If you are on social media, you're more than welcome to message us on, on Messenger. That's a great option. Um, if you want to get to Everly directly, you can message her at marketing at com, or you can always give a call and talk to anyone who answers the phone at 693
9: So when it comes to the rollout of these updated maps, um, how frequently do you anticipate updating it and posting it?
15: We typically try to put them out on Fridays now for the rest of the month of December. We will put the last one out, uh, you know, I believe it's the Thursday or Friday before Christmas. I can't remember what the 23rd is, Uh, but that'll be the last one that comes out. Uh, And then, like I said, up till then, she will update it on Fridays as best as she can.
9: Fantastic. Now, now, what would you recommend if someone's thinking, oh, well, you know, I kind of decorate, but I don't necessarily go all out like, you know, the, the guy down the street. Um, what would you recommend having set up in order to be to fit in on this Twinkle Tour?
15: Absolutely. You know what? I, I, I look at it this way. We all have a different version of what we think is really nice. Some people, the really, you know, subtle and classic colored lights, it looks great to anybody. So if you're happy with what you've got out there, we want to see it. If you're proud of it, let's share it. I
9: love it. I love it. Okay, anything else that we need to add here? Anything else people need to be aware of, Jackie?
15: Well, you know, people are always asking us if we do twinkle tours, and unfortunately we can't. The trolley does not operate in the winter, uh, but we do suggest there's definitely other options. I know, uh, you know, you can look at Bad Intention Bus or or even I think Rapture Limousine is an option that you can get together, you know, go to go zoo to or Evolve or get a hot chocolate, jump on and and go do it either in your own vehicle or in one of the rental vehicles. I know they'd be thrilled to have the opportunity to take you around, and we will work with them and make sure they have all our information in advance. So, you know, if you want to do a big deal, go for it. Otherwise, I can't think of anything much more fun than jumping into the car on a Wednesday night, getting a hot chocolate and driving around, listening to Christmas music.
1: Jackie LaRue Mason, Twinkle Tours, Tourism Moose Jaw. Again, just go to the the, uh, Tourism Moose Jaw Facebook page. You'll see the Twinkle Tour post, and if you'd like to add your address to uh, to the list uh, on the Twinkle Tour, you just let them know right there, or give them a call at Tourism Moose Jaw. It's that time of year. It's the holiday season. It's almost World Junior Hockey season. Yeah, our, uh, our big star, Damon Hunt, played last night for the Moose Jaw Warriors, and then took off to Calgary for the World Junior Selection Camp. That's exciting. More on the Warriors coming up.
10: Ask our animal care experts for help finding holiday gifts that perfectly match your pet. Visit your local Pet Value and petvalue.ca.
8: Larry from the park, keeping it hot in December with smoking
1: deals on busy 12-pack coolers and 24-pack cans of Michelob Ultra, both 10 bucks off. Now that's hot. Even hotter are 24 packs of Coors Light at 12 bucks off, and we're just getting warmed up. The park in December, it's really cooking in here.
16: This is Jordan with the Cinnaboya Livestock. We had our last pre-start of the year on December 1st. 400 to 450 pounds stairs so from 201 to 240. 450 to 500 pounds deer, so from 210 to 220. 500 to 550 pounds deer, so from $2 to 225. 550 to 600 pound steers sold from $1.93 to $2.10. 600 to 650 pound steers sold from $1.86 to $2.00. 650 to 700 pound steers sold from $1.84 to $1.96. 700 to 800 pound steers sold from $1.82 to $1.93. 800 to 900 pound steers sold from $1.67 to $1.84. Heifers are 30 to 50 cents back from the steers. We also had a regular sale on December 1st. Prices have come up a bit from our last sale. Heifer will from $1.12 to $1.23. D1 and D2 cows will from 63 to $0.72. Cents. D3 cows will from 30 to $0.45. Cents. And slaughter bulls will from $0.87 to $1.09. Our next sale is December 15th. It's a regular town bull sale. This is our last one of the year, so call us book your cattle in today at 642-5358. Have a great ranching day.
10: Get big yields and big rewards with CS2300 from Cantera Seeds, a Roundup ready canola hybrid that has set the standard for yield and standability. Now, get a $50 per bag instant reward on all purchases of CS2300 with no bundling or minimum purchase requirements. Just simple, straight-up savings. Reap the rewards of this yield powerhouse. Visit Cantera.com to order CS2300 from your preferred retailer today.
0: Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions discover Jaw weather for prairie heart mobility make life easier with quality mobility products discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com
6: mainly sunny this afternoon with winds gusting to 50 kilometers an hour and a high of minus one but it'll feel like minus 13 clear skies will continue tonight with a low of minus 11 Tomorrow will be mainly sunny with a high of minus 3, but it will feel like minus 14 in the morning and minus 20 in the afternoon. Sunny skies will continue on Saturday with a high of plus 3. Sunday, sunny skies as well and a high of plus 1. And Monday, mix of sun and cloud and a high of 0. The Teddy Bears will be flying on Saturday night at Mosaic Place for the Moose Warriors Teddy Bear Toss game. Fans are encouraged to bring their teddy bears, mitts, toques, or scarves to throw on the ice after the Warriors' first goal. These items will be donated to the Salvation Army. Game time is 7 p.m., and fans are encouraged to come early. For all your news and weather anytime, click on com or the Moosejaw Live app. I'm Sean Slatt. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose
1: Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial
12: plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at noon on 800
11: CHAB.
1: Yeah, Teddy Bear and Teddy Bear and Took Toss Night coming up Saturday. So, uh, stuffies, um, Tooks, mitts, uh, all welcome. And uh, all, all the tokes and scarves collected on Saturday, of course, go to. Less fortunate families this holiday season. Big win for the Warriors last night, 2-1 over Brandon, so they jump back over Brandon into third in the East Division. This weekend, home and home with the Swift Current Broncos, Friday in Swift Current, then Saturday, that teddy bear toss night. The Broncos will be in Moose Jaw to play the Warriors, and Moose Jaw will be without their best player this weekend. And if he has his way, he'll be gone throughout the holiday season. Defenseman Damon Hunt is at Team Canada's World Junior Selection Camp in Calgary, competing for a spot on the team. Voice of the Warriors, James Gallo, with Damon.
8: Hockey Canada sent out 35 invitations to players across North America, one of them, of course, being Wushao Warriors captain Damon Hunt, heading to his second Hockey Canada World Junior Selection Camp. Damon, first off, congratulations. Uh, Proud and excited for you. Thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. Damon, you attended last year's camp. What did you learn from that experience that you try to apply for this year?
12: yeah last year was you know it had a lot of ups and downs with with covid and you know of course i don't want to get into that but um i think just you know being being a great team guy being being a leader on and off the ice and being a professional hockey canada does a great job of um developing young players and and fitting them into their organization but um, i think if you just stick to being yourself and sticking to your role they know what you're capable of so just going out there, doing my job, and being great at it. Talking with Warriors captain Damon Hunt, again, off to Hockey Canada's World Junior Selection Camp.
8: Uh, Damon, do you think there's pressure when you go to a camp like this?
12: Uh, yeah, I think there's there's pressure, but, um, you know, I think that pressure is good pressure. It, it, makes me, it makes me better, and I think that's what I need to, to push myself. Uh, I think there's a bit of nerves as well, but... Um, i like the nerves it gives a another level to my game and, and that i need and uh but i think i just have to go out there and, and relax and just play do you think the nerves keep you sharp keep you focused perhaps yeah yeah i think i think it does for myself for sure um I'm, I'm not too sure why but i think it just it definitely keeps me more sharp and and just on my game more damon you had mentioned earlier on the interview what every player
8: says play your game play to your strengths Do mm-hmm. play your role yeah. what is that for you describe to fans how you try to go there and play your game
12: yeah i think first of all the players at this camp are extremely highly skilled and i think i do have a, a lot of a, a high skill set but uh, for me to go to a hockey canada camp and make a world junior team i have to be successful mm-hmm. and, and to do that i think just being very good defensively i think that's where where my my game really needs to be strong i have to be always have a good gap have a good stick i have to shut down top lines and and from there i think just getting into the rush getting involved offensively if i don't if i don't see the power play i'm not going to be concerned about that Uh, i'll be i'll be extremely proud to be penalty killing for team canada and blocking shots for my country, really. <laughs> but that's how my me- mentality is going into that, so um, blocking shots are my favorite, but I think when you're doing it for your country, it's just a whole nother level. Talking with Captain Damon Hunt. Damon, you've been a part of Hockey
8: Canada. 17, you 17, U 18, again, at U20 camp last year. What makes
12: this different than the other opportunities? Uh, it's the World Juniors. Um, I talked to Mark yesterday, but I think every Canadian watches this tournament, um, every, everybody knows about it, and, and it, it's the most exciting time of the year for hockey, so, um, yeah, it's, it's tough to put into words how special it really is, I want to do everything in my ability to make this hockey team, I've been dreaming of it, last year was extremely unfortunate for myself, so I have so much drive and determination to, to make this team. Damon, you mentioned everybody watches this tournament, what's your favorite World Junior memory? Oh geez, probably the Jordan Everly goal. Um, that was that was pretty amazing. But actually, a couple of years ago, I remember Tyler Steenbergen got that, um, and I—that's when I was 15, and I actually played a bit against him. So there's a little bit of a connection there, for sure. Again, Damon, I know you've kind of talked about it again, but but
8: pulling on that jersey, it's different. It's—I think it's hard to put into words yeah. for people like myself who haven't. Experience that, but but just maybe try and describe what it would be to you to pull on that World Junior jersey on Boxing Day and step onto the ice playing for Team Canada.
12: Yeah, people don't really understand how special it really is. Like, um, it's it's tough for me to put into words, but when when you put that Canadian jersey over your chest and and you go out onto the ice in front of thousands of screaming Canadian fans, it just it just doesn't get any better than that, and it just. It just gives me goosebumps just thinking about it, and, and I'm just so determined to win a gold medal for my country. It's, it's, it's crazy. Captain Damon Hunt, again, one of 35
8: players from across Canada receive invitations to Hockey Canada's World Junior Selection Camp. It's December 9th is when it starts in Calgary. Damon, good luck. You know everybody doesn't want to see you over the holiday season. Yeah. We want to watch you playing for the World Juniors with Hockey Canada. Of
12: course, yeah, thank you. Of course we do.
1: Take your time out, time for one more piece. The good folks at Heartland Hospice in Moose Jaw. You know, they've got one dedicated room at the Pioneer Lodge here in Moose Jaw. They'd like to expand to three. The need is there. And they got to raise some money to do that. So they've got a special holiday season fundraiser on the go that they'd like you to participate in. I'll share that story next on the Heartland at Noon.
0: 800-CHAB. Connecting the Community.
16: Hi, this is Gil from the Army and Navy Air Force Veterans Club. We are hosting our third annual 50-50 fundraiser. You can win up to $5,000 and only 1,000 tickets will be sold. Tickets are only $10 each and can be purchased from any of our members. Draw date December 11th at 5.30 p.m. You must be 18 years or older to purchase tickets and the winner will be notified by phone. For more information, call 306-692-4412, lottery license, RR. 2-1-0-4-6-3.
0: Connecting the community. Brought to you by
16: Purposed Financial.
0: A proven track record of achieving your financial goals one step at a time. Roto's Pizza. Serving moose since 1963. The best in town, and you know it.
8: And Community Service Radio. 800 CHAB. This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB.
1: It's called Memories of Christmas Past. It's the local Heartland Hospice's memorial fundraiser. The news release says Christmas is a time of joy, but it can also be a time of sadness and nostalgia. Many of us are missing loved ones, and Christmas can bring that sense of loss to the forefront. Even while surrounded by family, we remember Christmas's past and those who once shared them with us. And while the holidays aren't an easy time for those who are mourning, they can provide an opportunity to create a new ritual in remembrance of those who have departed. This year, Heartland Hospice is inviting Moose Jaw to light a memorial Christmas ornament in honor of a loved one. These solar ornaments will be placed both on a beautiful Christmas tree donated by the Moose Co op outside of Pioneer Lodge and on a virtual tree on Heartland Hospice's webpage. Each ornament will glow in memory of someone we wish was still with us today and will bear their name if the donor chooses. It's Heartland Hospice's hope that these lights will also bring joy to the residents of Pioneer Lodge and let them know that in these hard times of COVID, the residents of Moose Jaw are thinking of them with love. And here to tell us more is Amanda Dowling, the public engagement and fundraising chair for Heartland Hospice Moose Jaw. Amanda, I think this is just a wonderful idea. Tell us how it came about.
14: Hi, Rob. So it came about, we uh, wanted to do something to uh, help those who are mourning again, like you mentioned, during the holiday season. And COVID, of course, has made that um, a little bit harder. So we thought about setting up a memorial tree outside Pioneer Lodge where our one um, hospice room is located currently. And um, we actually reached out to the Moose Jaw Co-op. They graciously donated a tree for us to set up outside there just on the corner of Albert and Penn. And then we kind of just decided, all right, let's try to find some solar bulbs. And then we're putting um, our loved ones' names on it. And again, our hope is that... Um, These will be a symbol of your loved one's continued presence during the holiday season.
1: Very nice. How much are you charging for these?
14: So these can be purchased for $25. Um, You can go to our website, www.heartlandhospicemj.ca, and uh, with a donation there, you will um, see the link right on the page. It pops up. You'll see the little donate. You go on there, fill it all out, and you'll get a receipt back um, letting you know that the order has went through and then they'll go up on the virtual and then we again are putting them up on the outdoor tree at Pioneer Lodge.
1: Very nice and of course uh, all money raised goes to Heartland Hospice um an organization uh that has been together for for years now and and the actual hospice room uh was years in the making and like you said you've got one hospice room um located at the Pioneer Lodge here in Moose Jaw, with an eye on raising funds and expanding that, correct? Tell us that story.
14: So right now we do have the one um, hospice bed, and we are looking to expand into three dedicated um, hospice palliative bedrooms, complete with furnishings. We want to transform that one current hospice bedroom into a sacred space for the entire facility to access. Um, We're also looking to create a family access door into the hospice space on the south side uh, door of the access center, create a family room with library resources, activities for children, and then we also really want to work on that continued development of the Serenity Garden. So that is that outdoor garden space um, where patients and family have access to nature's therapeutic powers directly and indirectly. And that is where our um, Christmas tree is actually located this year.
1: For those who aren't familiar with uh, Heartland Hospice, uh, your, your slogan is we cannot change the outcome, but we can affect the journey. Uh, a hospice, the, the hospice room is a place where people who are facing the end of life, that's what it's dedicated to. Again, it's Heartland Hospice Moose Jaw Memories of Christmas Past, Heartland Hospice's Memorial Fundraiser. For a donation of $25, you can be a part of it. And you can get all the information you need at heartlandhospicemj.ca. Amanda Dowling, thanks for all you're doing in the community. And thanks for this today. And good luck with the fundraiser.
14: Thank you so much.
1: Big day tomorrow. It's Friday. Fellinger your Friday. Your chance to win some free meat from Jake Fellinger and Sons. An Athabasca Street East Moose John. That comes up on the morning show, of course. We got the pop quiz for Bugsy's Irish Pub tomorrow morning. Your chance to win $15 to spend at Bugsy's. And a special Christmas treat from Bugsy's. An official Bugsy's Irish Pub jacket. How cool is that? And... We'll play Beat the Box Office tomorrow You could win tickets to see Alice Cooper Next spring at Mosea Place and Moose Jaw. Tickets go on sale at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning But you can win them before anybody can even buy them Because we've got a pair for you Right here on the greatest hits of all time 800 CHAB Hope to see you Hope to hear from you You'll hear from me bright and early tomorrow 6 till 9 on the 800 CHAB Morning Show Daily commentaries next on the Heartland at noon.
5: Attention, cattle producers. This Friday, December 10th, is an all class sale at Nancota Stock with cattle Sale at 10 a.m. Watch on dvauction.com. Check our Facebook page for all updates. Or our web page for schedules and averages. Bred heifers last week averaged 1,775 dollars That's this Friday at 10 a.m. a all class sale with bred cattle. Please call 306 478 2229 if you have cattle to market.
0: Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. Gina Jewelry has a great selection of jewelry for everyone and every occasion including custom-made pieces. Plus, they can fix and maintain your jewelry. They will even buy your old gold.
9: Gina Jewelry International, 240
0: High Street
14: West. The Moose Co-op Liquor Store knows that you enjoy nights of cards, games, and laughter. You gather with neighbors, family, and friends for eggnog lattes, cold beer, or a glass of Pinot Noir. The Moose Co-op Liquor Store is for the host, for the guest, for you. Stocked for the holiday season with competitive pricing, specials, and giveaways, plus every Every Dog Co-op liquor store purchase earns you equity and cash back membership benefits. Become a Mooshjaw Co-op member today. Be part of something bigger.
1: The Moose Jaw Warriors Teddy Bear and Tuk Toss Night is Saturday at Mosaic Place. Fans are urged to bring a stuffy or a toque and some mitts to the game. And when the Warriors score their first goal, we toss them on the ice. Underprivileged children in the local area will benefit this Christmas. You know, a number of other teams do the same thing. And you won't find a coach in the Western Hockey League who likes it because of the pressure to score. What if you don't score? That would be shameful. It happened last Friday when the Warriors shut out the Rebels in Red Deer. Trailing 4-0 with less than two minutes to go, the Rebels took a penalty. Many fans stood up to vacate the rink and some tossed their toys on the ice on their way out. It happened to the Warriors back in the 90s. I called that game. Our players hung their heads and skated off. Some fans slowly made their way to the Civic Center ice surface and tossed their toys on the ice. Some just took their toys with them and went home. Deflating it was. Here's to the Warriors scoring early and often on Saturday night. I'm Rob Carney.